Hello and welcome to the midweek war stories. As your no-sir crew goes down the road for the second shows of the week for WCW and WWF, Thunder and SmackDown. We're coming off the heels of two really bad segments, one for each show, and one was more worse than the other. You decide which one. Yeah, one was just bad television. The other one was morally reprehensible in every way, shape, or form. Yes. Uh, I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Enforcer, the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey. And the Chichichos are on Mike Booble. Yup. We are on March 7th of 2001. We're in Greenville, South Carolina. What if I said North Carolina? Were you just being angry at me, Corey? No. Okay. No. This was rough. Not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> commentary is Tony and uh, Tony Schiavone and Paul Heyman. I'm gonna say Mike tonight. Oh. Right. Uh, we're gonna recap of Nitro of Dusty Rhodes returning and Flair and Jarrett mocking him in a fat suit. Uh, DDP and Booker versus the Steiners. Uh, after the show, uh, Steiner beats up DDP in the hallway, but the cat comes out and uh, hits Scott with a chair. Scott Steiner doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Uh, Our first match tonight, guys, is Shannon Moore and Evan Courageous versus... Three count to you, sir. Put respect on that team's name. Jason B. (laughs) and Scotty O. And Jason B. is filling in for Jamie Noble. For Jamie N. Uh, That reminds me. Give me just a minute. I I wanted to check something I forgot. You want to see who they are? Well, I know who one is. Well, one of them is Scotty B. Is the security guard that took on Kiwi a couple weeks ago. Tony has to mention that one. Johnny B. Or whatever. Scotty O. Jason B. Jason B. There we go. Jason B. Jason Bateman? I have Scotty B there. Uh, maybe it could have Scotty O. Scotty B. Who dumb. knows? One of these guys was the guy that got beat up by... Uh, like, when you don't have a last name, you know your job in this match. When your job... Like, I mean, When you have Jesus a letter for a name. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no shit on Maggie Q, the great actress. Hmm. Uh... Can I carry on, Corey? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Keep on and carry on. Uh, Courageous with a neck breaker. Uh, Courageous goes for the second rope cross body, but Jason B hits him with a drop kick. As I call him, B and O do a double team wheelbarrow Jesus. slam. They do all their spots, uh, you know, each of them doing the fly. Uh, I mean, jump off the top turnbuckle. I mean, springboard moonsault, cross body the outside. Scotty O does a moonsault, and Tanae compares the height of his move to the one and only. Ultimo Dragon. Ultimate. Thank you for that one. Courageous hits a 450 for a two. Courageous is holding up Johnny O for more to do a top rope leg drop for the win. As Courageous and Moore are moving on to take on Kidman and Ray in the tournament. That's what I thought. Scotty O was Scotty Sabre, just a power playing guy originally trained by Johnny Grunge. Mm. Checks out. The other guy, um, Jason... B or B. Something. Yeah. Um, Jason B. Awful. He's from ECW. Um, he was known as Easy Money there. Had a, um, had a, it's a weird, had a money based group. Uh, there was Easy Money. Mm-hmm. There was Confederate Cash, Chris Hamrick, and Julio Dinero. They all had like money type I names. I like Julio Dinero. It's a good yeah. name. That was awesome. Shout out to the Pope Dinero. Um, uh, and if you what was the second one? Confederate Cash, Chris Hamrick. <laughs> what the fuck is Confederate Cash? Please tell me. Uh, he was from the South, so he just. Yeah, Mr. Smother. Uh, yeah, he had the stars and bars on his ass. There and we go. Did 
ridiculous moves, Did like they have spotty their own moves. Currency? Yeah. During the Civil War, yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah, during the Civil War, they had their own currency when, like they, right when they seceded. Like down the, the city of Atlanta. So. Yeah. I'm related to General Sherman, by the way. Wow. Shout out. Um, thank, you for, thank you for your service. Fuck the South. So, yeah, oh. they did have their own Confederate currency, Confederate cash, as it were. Um, Jesus yeah. Christ. And feuded with Kid Cash. So it was all money related. Checks out. Here comes uh, the money. We see uh, Steiner yelling at backstage personnel while he's Classic. looking for the uh, cat. Uh, Steiner goes to the ring. DDP, he says DDP is not smarter than Steiner. He just runs from him. DDP Bad. will join the rest of the people that he has taken out. Um, Steiner says he's going to take out the cat for getting involved in his business. Cat uh, says, you know, I was headed home until I heard you talk about me, so I accept your challenge. Because now he's not going home. Uh, DDP comes to the crowd, and Steiner says that DDP won't be standing, and uh, Rick attacks DDP. But then, like, instantly, Hugh Moore shows up to attack Rick. Oh, you, you missed one part of it that we got to talk about, because it was one of the all-time worst corny lines in wrestling history. Ooh. And the cat said he was going to go back out to his limo, have them drive around the arena once, yeah. and then get out and come back in and kick his ass all over the arena and call it a drive-by ass-kicking. I thought I wrote that one down. And I was like, that's terrible. That's a, took a long way to get there, cat. Right? Like, Maybe holy get off of the fuck. Egg next time. What is with people who are usually really good on the mic this week? Just swinging and missing. I, I don't, nice. <laughs> nice. His name is Dickinson. For, for all of that, Dickinson. <laughs> Dickinson, 69. Dickens. It's Dickens. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's my, uh, that's my hero. <laughs> I'm going to eat that jersey. Oh, Everybody yeah. listen for Christmas. Going to give it that big dick 69 big jersey. Big dick 69 jersey. But yeah, yes, Corey, everyone's off tonight. Uh, speaking mm. of off, let's go to our uh, site. Well, Scott Steiner wasn't off. He was fine. That's true. He's like the one constant we have. The one? It's Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner on? He's a great promo in a different sense. I mean, fair. Because <laughs> it's like he... You can go off the rails at any time. Even if it's off, it's on. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, like... Did you get Steiner back? So. Yeah. <laughs> You ever heard Cornette talk about that? No, because he was there. Yeah, and he was like, "I, there's that's we couldn't write that. That's just <laughs> he thinks in his head it makes sense, and he just says whatever comes out of his mouth." <laughs> well, he's like, I asked him later, and he was like, "What did I say? I don't know." Awesome. He, didn't, he didn't register. He said it. He just he just said it. What it was? What, what came out? That's what makes it even better. <laughs> Damn it! Fantastic. Our uh, next match is Norman Smiley versus Sean Stasiak. What? Sean Norman Smiley is still fucking there. <laughs> this is where it almost broke me. As if the first match didn't take seven years to get done. I mean, uh, then this happens. Uh, Stasiak throws Smiley into the ropes, and fa- Smiley falls back into Stasiak's knees. Smiley oh, with his swing scoop slam. Stasiak goes to the top rope, and uh, oh, uh, poses and just falls down into a big boot by Norman. Uh, they hit each other's heads, and Smiley stumbles and falls into the groin of Stasiak. Oh, that pissed me off. You don't steal a big spot from one of the stars in the company. Yeah. That's a sting spot. Mm-hmm. And then and Smiley just stole it. And I guess, to be fair, uh, to be fair. DDP has also stole it. Thing. He does that shit, too, now. <sighs> you know, but that's 100% a classic sting spot. Classic sting flair. I mean, just could book it, Dano. Um, Stasiak hits oh. a choke slam for the win. What? This was not good. Yeah, he hit a choke slam. This was not good. 
This was terrible. I forgot and, what we called the dump plex, I think it was. And how bad are you if you make Norman Smiley look bad? Norman Smiley's yeah, fucking good. Because this, this match blew, and it was so long. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those fucking thunders, isn't it? Well, it is, because Canyon tries to jump uh, Am I Smooth, but Smooth, uh, you know, uh, outpowers him. Canyon knows Smooth is the one who told on the cat, and Smooth's like, no, I didn't. So Canyon leaves while Smooth is getting into his limo. So right up until then, it was a good segment. Like yeah. When he overpowered Canyon, Canyon was like, oh, shit. Like that was, he yeah, was yeah. like playing it really like, cool. I'll get you. That was really funny. Yeah, and then and then he gets a forklift and then lifts. Uh, he goes, "Hey, I saw Austin Triple H do this a year ago. Let's flip the limo." Yeah, as I say, slowly, slowly. Somebody just watched Survivor Series 2000. Mi Smooth could have been laying on the concrete and he would have been safe if that limo hit him. I was like, "Could you, like?" There's no one in the limo. How did it? Uh, yeah, just like they, I was like, they got. They he got was the, safe. He was in the limo. He yeah. was safe. <laughs> they got the uh, arena forklift that just goes up and down, and that's all they got. They didn't get a real forklift. They just got the one that you can move pallets up and down on in the arena. And like they, none of the glass broke. <laughs> none of the door was dented. I was like, do you think they did it gently? So I was like, hey, we gotta save this limo for five like more spots tonight. Control your narrative, choo choo train. Fucking at least throws it more violently. Turns the fucking you know what, car over. You know what they did? They learned from their mistakes. This is a hell of a callback. I take you back to October 1998. Okay. When the Wolf Pack. I was gonna say Hogan Warrior. No, when the Wolf Pack annihilated NWO Hollywood's limo. Turned it upside down. Yeah. Fucking Sting slashing the tires with a knife. Yeah. Nash is taking a baseball Wait, bat to yeah. every window. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sting, Sting yeah. pocketed this before he showed up. Yeah, he shows up. He's got a switch Sting knife. Sting has a switch knife and just fucking... What's, what is he, Conan? What the fuck no, is happening? No, no, that's my favorite part. Okay, so yeah. What the fuck was that? Hollywood shows up. And it's October 98. It's before Halloween Havoc. NWO Hollywood shows up in a limo. All of a sudden, the wolf... Then they go inside. Then the wolf pack goes outside. Nash is in a fucking forklift. He topples the fucking limo over. You see Luger hand sting yeah. a switchblade yeah. off, and yeah. he just starts dashing just, tires. Like it's wasn't well, like he passed it to Rack. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, Conan's like on the roof, smashing like, on the bat. Yeah, and, and he's shit. like spray painting. Yeah. Nash has got a sledgehammer taking out windows. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, yeah. Because we freaked, we flipped out. We're like, why does Sting have a fucking switchblade gutting the fucking tires out? And, and that's why I was like, upon reflection, if you rewind, yeah. Luger hands it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and someone take it was like, take it out. It's like, I can work here. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah, my yeah. kind of environment well, yeah. right yeah. here. Yeah. Because yeah, Hog Knight shows up, and this is when they destroy all the fucking. They learned the from that. There's yeah. too much money that yeah. <laughs> wasted that night. So like, we're gonna take it easy. Take this it time. easy. How are we gonna flip it over? Jesus oh, so gently. Christ, like. You might as well have eight people just lift it up and flip it in their hands and set it down. That's centrally. right. Yeah. That's like right before Sting leaves because he found Christ and shit. Yeah. He's out there with a goatee and a fucking switchblade. They fucking show him stabbing this, shit. Dude, this is the night. This is just you cut to cocaine's a hell of a drug. This is the night. This is the night when Sting realized he got he's gone too far as he's slashing tires. Because later out. in the night he has a he has like a third hour long brawl with Bret Hart through catering and shit. Yeah, they keep going back and he, they're sort of fighting on top of a table. He's got. A sharpshooter, like <laughs> all the while, like Hogan sees mysterious Ultimate Warriors where no one else can see him. He thinks he's going crazy. Wow, Tony's going. Is that ulti- is that the Warriors? He's, like, oh. he's clawing at windows while Brett and Stinger throwing yeah. mashed potatoes at each other and fucking catering. Man, I miss ninety eight. <laughs> right. 
How we get this shit? Right. How we get Sean Stasiak and Norman Smiley and stuff? God damn. Well, let's see if I can uh, flip it around. I think I might go back and watch that episode of Nitro, actually. <laughs> let's flip it around, okay? Because our next match is Primetime versus Shane Helms. That's promising. Oh. God damn, hold on. Okay. So real quick. Yes. So at the end of that segment, so my first note was just, I just wrote Jesus. There the is. second one, so again, a quote from... Uh, Tony, that's like this is paraphrased. He was like, "This is a terrible scene, one of the worst that has ever happened in this company." Let's watch it again. Like, God, first of all, it wasn't. And if it's that bad, why are you showing it again, you fucking assholes? He's, he's like, maybe it'll be like Sid's leg. Let's do it again, shall we? Uh, Helms with a DVD into the face, uh, face buster on the knee. Helms with a twisting neck breaker. Helms throws primetime into the crowd, and Helms punches him. Uh, in the crowd, and then they throw him back over the barricade. Uh, Helms with a frog Ooh, splash off barricade. the barricade. Uh, Helms hits a top rope dun, 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 punch, dun, dun, but Primetime uh, gets his foot up on foot on the ropes. Primetime with an inverted suplex to put Helms on the top rope. Primetime with a slingshot corkscrew crossbody to the outside. Primetime's uh, legs are across the second rope while he's on the mat, and uh, Helms hits the second rope leg drop. Uh, primetime with a double underhook uh, butterfly suplex. Primetime with a twisting leg drop. Primetime misses his dropkick. Uh, hits a ger- primetime hits a German suplex with a bridge for a two count. Helms with a super kick for a two count. Helms with a frog splash for a two count. Primetime does the matrix move, but Helms grabs him and hits Nightmare on El- uh, Hel- Hel- Helm Street. Uh, Helms then hits the vertebraker for the win. Again, you can tell how shy they are in terms of available bodies in the locker room. Having said that, if you have to have somebody go out and work two long matches per night, Shane Helms is probably the one you want to go with. Um, but damn. Yeah. Uh, on this roster still, the only person who could maybe get by with it would be Booker T, maybe? Booker and Storm. Storm could Storm easily could do it. it. But Stor- Yeah. Not uh, a lot. After like the match, though, Kid Romeo comes out and attacks Helms, but then Ray and Kidman come out to make the save. Our next match... Oh, Ray and Kidman. Can you name two guys more phoned in, regardless of the situation, than Ray and Kidman right now? They're making Conan look adventurous. <laughs> like They're just phoned the fuck job. in. Yeah. Was that Lee Marshall? No, Lee Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Our next match I almost is... I didn't say it, but I was like, no. Nah, it's it's too stupid it's to too not stupid say. To say it. All right. uh, Rick Steiner versus Hugh Morris. Or Hugh Morris. Yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, how about we yeah, yeah. fucking hey, don't do hey, that? Hey, you know another guy that has to wrestle both nights? Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner. That's not a good idea. No. Holy Christ. Uh, Steiner throws the ref out of the way, then low blows Morris. Uh, Tanae brings up that the new owners will be taking over in a couple days. <clears throat> uh, Steiner attacks the knee of Morris. Steiner puts Morris in some type of submission that confuses even the commentary team. Um, I think it's like a standing figure four. <laughs> what? Hey, what? A standing figure? We, like, we, we, we talked about this last time. You can't do a standing figure four. <laughs> it was it's a, not scientific <laughs> possible. As I said in my notes, it's some type of submission that the commentary is like, I think it's a standing figure. Like, they were even confused. When Mike Tanae is like, Move? I don't know. Let's call it a <laughs> line. Let's call it a yes. Yeah. Uh, Steiner puts uh, uh, hits a DDT. A Calabasas surfboard. I don't know. There it is. Morris with a spinning knee to the face for a two. 
Morris goes for no laughing matter, but Storm comes out to distract the ref. Mike Awesome hits uh, Morris, allowing Steiner to hit the DVD for the win. Storm and Awesome attack Steiner until Conan comes out to make the save. You know what this match was? This ma- I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. Uh, this was the definition of a fucking match. Yep. Do you know what that fucking match means? No. Back in the day, when you gave the court, you know, when you're near the, the the Booker, right? In the territory days. And you presented what you thought was a really strong card. And the crowd just doesn't show up for it. And you're just like, you know, that deserved a bigger house. That deserved more enthusiasm. The next week, you're not going to tank your show because you still need to make money. But on that card, somewhere, there was going to be a fuck match, which is a match where nobody in their right mind would ever want to see it. Mm-hmm. No one in their right mind would ever want to experience it. But he's going to make you experience it, and he's going to drag it out. Those fuckers are going Broadway. That's a fucking match. Yeah, okay. This seemed like a fucking match. I thought Walrus was going to have a heart attack after the match. <laughs> he looked like he was going to die. Let's see if this uh, another fucking match is another guy that has to wrestle both nights. Lex Luger. I oh. mean, but combine the matches are like five minutes. Versus <laughs> Chuck Palumbo. And uh, if I could paraphrase here for you, Joe. Okay. Make your job a little easier. I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna reenact uh, Lex Luger's promo. Okay. Hey, Chuck Palumbo. I am very serious. You got lucky. I'm going to be you. Hey, Chuck Palumbo. I have emotion. Come Check out and fight me. Uh, Mention you, know, you have a lot of titles. You won almost two lifelike actually. And you got rid of a uh, Goldberg. I was like, oh yeah, don't forget, I uh, got rid of Goldberg. Could you pretend to care? No, no, because I think Luger realizes he's one of the guys. That once that contract is up, he is on the chopping block and will not be resigning. Like the the Bischoff has been pretty vocal with what he thinks of the new WWE. He wants he wants to push forward. Luger knows he ain't a part of it. He's had all the energy of a fucking funeral. Like um, Jesus Christ! I'll, I'll, I'll short and sweet this match here. Uh, Luger tries to go. Why for they the, didn't? Luger <laughs> no, is a lot longer than this. Uh, Luger tries to torture rack. Uh, but Chuck Palumbo rolls him up for the win, and then Tanay erupts like this is again Palumbo's biggest win of his career. Like, even though I remember at one point out, they were outside the rope, they were outside the ring, and they were like doing that spot where they like I think Luger threw Palumbo into the guardrail. Yeah, but Luger didn't uh, didn't even bother to like pantomime throwing him, so Palumbo had to slowly jog and turn. Into the and then Luger just turned around and like walked yeah. the other direction yeah. slowly. I was like, "What in the fuck is he doing?" This this is maybe whew, the roughest night of thunder I ever. This is a fucking. This and, is what people think of when they think of thunder. And it's this kind of show. There were some thunders in like July, August, September '99. Yeah, that was. That I felt like, at a couple of those that were like rough to get through. This might be the worst like, one. Like the month before Russo got there, yeah. you're like, what in the fuck is happening? Because, uh, like, well, nothing was happening was the problem. When Shane Douglas and Dean Malenko were feuding with Hugh Morris and Brian Nobbs, and they were given, like, 20 minutes on Thunder every week. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, this is also classically one of those, I'll put you over, kid, but in a way where I don't put you over at all. But they was like, I already have a game. I already win. <laughs> I'll still be here in a year. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we see Luger uh, throwing stuff around in the back. Uh, then Conan talks about how uh, he's got Morris's back, and 
since he helped him out on Nitro. So Conan challenges, uh, tells Team Canada that it's on. Is that comforting if Conan has your back? No. Well, he needed a new tag team partner since Ray and Kidman are <laughs> Ray and Kidman just doing whatever. So now he's got the filthy cracker, Hugh Morris. <laughs> The Filthy Cracker, Huge Walrus. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Uh, we're going to promo for Greed. <laughs> oh, and what matches we have we have, have announced already. Uh, our next match is Lance Storm versus Conan. Um, Conan runs through the crowd, steals DDP's gimmick, and uh, attacks Storm during the anthem. Uh, orderly. Uh, Conan, uh, Conan with an inverted DDT. Uh, Storm throws kid, uh, Conan into the barricade and slams his head on the announce table. That's funny. That you said that because Conan's gimmick. known for stealing gimmicks. Yeah, gas. Uh, Storm with multiple. Uh, with oh, uh, did you write it down? What they promoted that Conan's going to be doing soon? Oh, he is a He's uh, dropping a rap album. Rap album, American rap album. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Um, Stone. Gonna kick dust because. Or something, whatever the fuck that line was that he said. Kick dust, they're goldy. Uh, Storm goes top rope and does, tries to do a move, but Conan gets a foot up. Conan with the rolling thunder lariat uh, with a face buster. Conan puts in the tequila sunrise, but then we cut to the crowd. Like something happened. There was a botch because something. <laughs> oh, you know, they, they clearly botched. Uh, he was way too close to the ropes and he was tripping. Trying to you know, get lock the leg in. in position and lock it. So they just go, famously, they go that Great American Bash 90 route where Sting's about to win the title and they just pan to the fucking crowd for some reason. So we pan to the crowd and then uh, we cut back, back to <laughs> uh, Storm putting uh, Conan in the maple leaf for the win. Awesome comes out to jump That's Conan, sad. but Morris makes the save. Because, like, all of, that, all of a sudden, like, he's in the maple leaf. I'm like, he's in a what? Why? <laughs> How? What? Because he's like, I, I noticed it he because himself he, in the he apparently is, it was foobard beyond all recognition. He's literally like inches away from the rope. And then it's like, we cut to a fan going, Woo! I'm like, what's happening? We cut back Maple Leaf. Um, then we get like a shoot promo again about with Booker, about how he's been out of the game because of the Steiner recliner. Booker can only think about Steiner while he's been out. But hey, it's DDP who has a date with Destiny. Um, I thought it was Kimberly. That's cool. I'll get mine when it's time. Yep. Uh, he'll easily like go through Rick to get to Scott. And it's just like, you know, hold on. First of all, you're not easily going through Rick. That's what he it. said, not me. I mean, fucking like a life, you're not easily going through Rick. <laughs> yeah, right. He, that's how much you wrap your head around that he was a school principal. <laughs> just imagine that. I ain't gonna fucking I'm going there. to this principal's office. No, I'm not. <laughs> nope. What if. Expel, if, expel me now. Hey, I'm not going there. Fuck that. What if every time his uh, the door to this principal's office opens, it automatically starts the theme? Welcome to the dog pound. <laughs> Imagine getting sent there. Like, fuck that. Only if he Hell wears no. the dog collar in your detention. Only if he wears the leather jacket and the ear bag pieces while he's talking to you. He's somehow scarier if he wears that <laughs> stupid wrestling gimmick. Right? <laughs> Welcome to the dog Jesus oh my god! Hell. Can you imagine, like, just real quick? Can you imagine what it's like being Braun Breaker growing up? What's not, the lunch? not easy. By the <laughs> way, is there any lunch specials being delivered to them uh, from Shoney's? I'm just telling you this: like, you do something really bad, you break the fucking front window, and the mom's like, you know, you you're dead meat when your dad gets home. Don't make me call your uncle. 
Like, God damn Evil? It. <laughs> yeah, evil's yeah, gonna yeah. do... <laughs> Don't make me call Rhea. Yeah. She'll do push-ups over your lifeless body. <laughs> that, that's okay. And I'm fine with it. Yeah. Whatever she wants to do. I know. Uh, let's go to our main event. Scott Steiner versus The Cat. Well, well. Steiner well, hits the Steiner line, yeah. but, but The Cat just stops in front of him to allow the clothesline to happen. I'm... It's like one of those things that you can just drastically well, wait. Well, because he's like, I'm not taking that fucking move. Fuck so you. So he just stops and waits <laughs> for the move to happen. Uh, Steiner throws the cat on the barricade, uses a chair. Cat tries to kick and punch you know Steiner, but... Joe thinks he can take the Steiner line. I can no. take it. Uh, Steiner just clotheslines him. Cat hits Steiner with a sidekick and then chokes Steiner on the ground. Cat hits his dumb dance moves for a two count. Jesus. Steiner with a belly-to-belly over-the-head suplex. Cat hits an into Gary. Rick comes out, but Booker comes out to fight with Rick. Scott puts the cat in Steiner recliner for the win. Scott doesn't break the pin, but DDP is instantly in the ring and stops, uh, uh, tries to stop Scott, but Scott low blows DDP. Then the Magnificent Seven come out to attack Booker and DDP. Steiner puts DDP in the Steiner recliner as we're ending Thunder. Full Where's dis- all the help? Where's all the help, you know? Full disclosure, I watched this show on my phone uh, Friday morning. Uh, I had to work at the job. I volunteered because I didn't want to lose eight hours of pay for having the day off. But as everyone could have predicted, it was rather slow the day after Thanksgiving at six in the morning. So I had time. I was like, I might as well watch Thunder. Invader time. What a mistake that was. Yep. Halfway through this main event, I was praying for a phone call. I was like, can something just happen? Like, I need something bad. This was maybe the worst episode of Thunder I've ever seen. They are going out with a whimper, aren't they? Oh, my God. You're not kidding. Well, we got, what, two left? <sighs> two left. Two and left. if this is... It's, at, least, just, at least next week is the go-home show. At least there's that. Should have just shot it in After the After that, here. it's a literal dead program. There's no yeah. reason to even air it. And <laughs> Okay. Have fun. So let's move on to March 8th of 2001. For SmackDown. We're in Washington, D.C. Still. Yeah, they went to the arena twice in two days in a row. What the yep. fuck's that about? Tickets sold, sold so fast for Raw. They're like, well, fuck it. We'll just do SmackDown here, too. nuts. They've done it a couple a times. They sold out both fucking days. Yeah. It's just crazy. They famously have done it with Madison Square Garden a few times. Which makes and sense. Then, with the MCI Center in D.C.? Is that was, a big pop for them? Oh, yeah. That was huge for them. D.C.? D.C., yeah. Hmm. Yeah. For years, the Capitol Center was one of the uh, Madison Square Garden, Boston Gardens, the Spectrum, Toronto's Maple Leaf Gardens, uh, Baltimore, and D.C. were monthly, uh, going back to the 70s. Crazy. Yeah. D.C. DC was famously both a Crockett and WWF. You still think of D.C. as being a WCWF arena. Yeah. Like, WCW I see, Crockett I see, but like... Because the Starcade was there, right, for a couple of years? Yeah. Yeah. 97, 98, 99, 2000. Yeah. So it's just weird. I was like, two nights in a row. Holy shit. They're hot at the time. Uh, commentary team, Michael Cole and Taz. What's that? Getting flash forwards to the future here. So it's not permanent yet? No. Well, it's kind of weird. They go with Taz most of the time. But then when the Alliance thing gets hot and heavy, it's usually Heyman most weeks. Oh, okay. Um, and it doesn't settle into Taz full-time until... Because, um, again, even when Lawler comes back, I think he does SmackDown for, uh, for a while, too. 
It's not until the brand split where it's like Cole and Taz exclusively. These two already have really good chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Like the heat thing is working really well for them because they have a they have a good rapport. And looking at them, you know what? I noticed that WF needs now, so does AEW to be fair. To be fair. To be the, fair. They look young. They're right. Young. You're not looking at JR and Lawler. Cole and Taz are young. I mean, and it show and it comes off. You, you know? know what's crazy? That even AEW Taz still feels young. Right, it, he does because JR and Tony are like. I guess it's easy to look young compared Jesus, to those two, right? Dude. Like JR is, I mean, JR and Tony is like, they wearing earrings. Like, what are we doing? And a mullet. Like, what are we doing? Uh, you know, they just they need to get younger. But like in, in WWE, there's nothing like that either. Corey Graves. Is like you'll have Cole with one of a young guys. Like Corey Graves isn't that old, and neither is uh, he's just bad. Yeah, and neither is fucking football guy and Barrett. They're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like football guys. So first, I thought you meant this the the British dude who's terrible. He's not good. He's yeah. real fucking bad. Um, I watched like thirty minutes of Raw, and I was like, good lord. But that's the main. This is this is what this is what they kept. This that's how yeah, bad right. was Jimmy Smith. Right, Jesus Christ. That face fuck Phillips ain't looking too bad now over there in Impact. Fuck. Yep. Uh, recap. Bring back Josh Matthews, baby. <laughs> hey, that's my phone we're using to record this. Gonna have yeah, bad exactly. Text. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta charge that. <laughs> All right. We don't hit way over his data. Yeah. We get Holy re- fuck. We get a recap of Raw. Deborah returning and Vince making her the <laughs> Rock's manager. Uh, highlights of the main event of Angle and Triple H versus uh, uh, Angle and Triple H versus The Rock in uh, Austin. You know something they did to recap here on Raw. Yeah. They left that part of them out. That'll be later, maybe. Ruff, ruff. Uh, first match of the night, guys. Hear me out. For the WF Tag Team Championship, it's the Hardy Boys. Who just won? <laughs> <laughs> Defending against the Duddy Boys you just lost on Monday. Oh, my God. I think they're just... They knew we were going to do the show, and they were like, Corey hates this shit. We're going to do this yeah. 400 times before we get to WrestleMania. God damn it. Hardy's hit poetry in motion. Devon with a power slam to Matt. Devon is laying on the cross the second rope, and Matt t- is talking the ref. <laughs> but Jeff hits Devon with a leg drop. Jeff jumps off the uh, second turnbuckle, and, uh, but uh, Devon clotheslines Jeff. Commentary brings up it's going to be Al Snow versus William Regal tonight to determine the new WWF commissioner. I almost shot myself in the fucking face. <laughs> Heat seeker? Like another <laughs> motherfucking commissioner match. I don't even care that it's a new company. I don't care. I'm so fucking over it. It's your version of the Fatal Five Way. Yeah. Oh my um, God. Bubba with a back body drop to Jeff. Uh, Dudley's hit the Doomsday device on Jeff. Bubba makes the cover, but How Matt breaks it up with a second turnbuckle leg drop. Lita hits Bubba with a Hurricane Rana while Jeff is t- uh, talking to the ref. Again. Why are they cheating? They are not heels. The answer is yes. You know the answer. Jeff goes for the whisper Try to make sense of it. I dare you. I dare Vince Russo to make sense of the Hardy Boys booking since December 2000. Uh, Jeff goes God, for the whisper in the wind, but Devon just moves out of the way. Dudley's <laughs> Classic. Hit, Dudley's hit the 3D and looks like they're going to win, but Christian pulls the ref out of the ring. Say what? Uh, Dudley's hit the was up on Christian, and the bu- uh, Bubba hits the corner power bomb on Christian through a table. Backstage, we see Vince talking about a good thing that uh, how Trish was humiliated on Raw tonight. Uh, you thought that was ha- uh, that was bad? Wait till tonight; it's, it's, she's gonna get it again. 
Deborah shows up. And I was says, like, she just full blown anal. Like, what, <laughs> what the fuck is gonna happen tonight? Uh, Deborah walks in and says, <laughs> "Hey, full blown, full blown anal, anal in the back of a Volkswagen. They put in the middle of the ring." Uh, something really comfortable. <laughs> Deborah comes in and says, "Hey, I don't know like what you did to Trish on Monday." And Vince is like, "Hey, I don't treat women like that. I, I respect, respect women." So let me. Can I stop here? Yes, right? yes. Can I, can I summarize this? Yes. I had a huge problem with this. This Vince McMahon uh, continues to mansplain to uh, Deborah why what he did was actually uh, not bad, and that she's a trashy horror. Yep. Um, I believe a lot of this might be, uh, I hear the word gaslight a lot. Uh, this is some disgusting shit. Yeah, he just kept repeating that she is trash. I was like, she, good yeah, she's trash. Oh, don't and then it's like, oh, you don't want to do what you want to do, woman? Well, you could go home and be a housewife, but I think I know you, and I think you like a challenge, bitch. Somewhere Lara's Biscuit was violently masturbating. I mean, this whole... It's not as bad as what happened on Raw. Don't no. get me wrong. But this, I had a problem with this part right here. I was like, God but, damn. But that's the segment right there. The, because, man, yeah. the mansplaining but was terrible. That's the problem because this took approximately an hour and a half to fucking get through. Yep. Well, remember. I was like, hurry the fuck up remember, with this. Remember, to Vince McMahon, women are dumb, so you have to really slowly spell it out. Jesus. I mean, I, I get wait till, married to Linda. I get it. But, wait till we know. get to later. That one takes a long time, too, because he's so, he's got to verbally masturbate everything. <sighs> Yep. God, in uh, this very tongue. So let's go to our next match in that very ring, as it's going to be Chris Jericho defending his IC title against Val Venus. And this is the match is like Cole is like just every week is he defending his title <laughs> every fucking week, every show. <laughs> is he on Heat this Sunday defending against Crash? Yes, he was. Because remember he was like oh, yeah. on Heat, he defended his title. Yeah. He actually was on God Heat. Damn it! This is I like think five straight shows he's defended his fucking title. This has got to be a rib on Jericho. Oh, he looks like a woman, so it checks out. Uh, I rejoin his commentary. A beautiful long blonde hair. As Cole wants to bring up the rumors that China may be returning and wanting to challenge Ivory at WrestleMania. So my favorite part of this match is Taz <laughs> being totally dismissive to Ivory. Like, here's this filthy book, uh, Toots, you can have it, sweetie. And he throws the China book at her. Why hey. are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> so tell me that... Uh... Ivory is jobbing without telling me that Ivory is jobbing. China can't even bother to come Show up, up and make the challenge herself. Yep. It's done on commentary in a throwaway fucking match. <laughs> by by Michael Cole while Taz laughs at you for being being yourself. Let me guess who's not winning. <laughs> Tell me you're not winning. Tell me. Jesus uh, Christ. Don't worry. RTC attacks Jericho behind the back, and you then APA say. comes out to attack RTC. Reference distracted as Steven hits the Steven kick. Val makes the cover, but only gets a two. Bullshit. Jericho hits the Bulldog and the Lion Salt for the win. They should have beat him. The one part I liked about this, and what, first of all, this company again. Again, uh, you know, everything doesn't have to be, you know, wins and losses should matter, though. This guy, what's Val Venus done to deserve a title match, right? He fucked the cat and then got called out for it on TV. Yep. That makes him the number one contender of the Intercontinental title after uh, and then Monday. Jericho just literally won five on one. Yep. I, now, the one thing I did like was the they caught it on camera. Brad Shaw porting to Jericho like you owe us one, and then he's like, oh, we'll drink later. Uh, I, li- I did like that. It made sense because if they hadn't done that part on TV, I'd be like, why the hell do they? I know they're theoretically feuding with Right yeah. to Sense, but why would they come out and just help them like that? Like, Maybe who's saying, good times, but uh, we'll good times, brother. Capital later. Uh, good times, brother. January 6th, brother. Benoit, dude. Good times, brother. 
Uh, we go. Commentary brings up how we have a new Kurt Angle, and they show him snapping Scotty's ankle. Uh, we go backstage with Kevin. Where's Ke- your worm now? <laughs> we go to Kevin <laughs> Kelly with the uh, with uh, Kurt Angle. Ang- uh, Kelly wants to know uh, if he feels any remorse for Scotty. Angle says he you feels be bad. Fucking kidding me. He says he feels bad because it didn't take because it, it didn't take uh, it was it went took longer. me too long. Yeah, <laughs> it took me too long to break his ankle. I was like, That's and then all awesome. of a sudden, then we see. Security test? No. Grandmaster Sexy. Grandmaster Sexy being held back by Test and Blackman. And then Angle calls out Sky to Hottie and Test is like, hey, I'll take you on. I can do the worm. Yeah, like, fuck his tag team partner who's trying to get at you. Let's just turn this into you versus Test now. I mean, better. Actually, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see a yeah. sexy Angle wrestling match. Like, I mean, yeah, you I, would. Yeah, you would. Sexy <laughs> Angle. I didn't realize until I finished that. <laughs> I was like, uh, you mean a uh, test angle match? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take on the sexiness. It's fine. God, sometimes in wrestling, you know, you say something, and you're just like, "What? Well, hold on. Just let it go. God uh, damn it. Vince is on the phone backstage with Trish as Trish is bringing Linda McMahon to SmackDown tonight. Kill me. Uh, we go backstage with Benoit entering the Radicals locker room. Benoit oh. uh, wants to know if they're going to talk about him. Uh, they're talking about him. Why stop? Benoit says if Eddie wants to take a shot at him, as then Benoit turns his back to him, Eddie charges, but Malenko and Saturn hold him back. Remind, remind me again. Yeah. Ben was the baby face? Yes. Last time I checked. <laughs> well, because remember, Eddie's, Eddie's Mexican. So. He's banged two chicks. He's definitely, he's definitely illegal. Holy uh, fuck. Ben says I, he's headed to the ring and he'll issue a challenge to all three members of the Radicals. Babyface. Babyface, everybody. Babyface. Uh, we go Doesn't back. This seem st- a little quick. We go backstage with Austin and Deborah as we see Austin uh, getting ready and wants to know if Deborah talked to Vince. Austin says uh, Deborah's be- he's I'm behind your career choice, but Vince lied to her, and you know you can't trust Vince. Uh, Austin tells her if she knows uh, what uh, uh, do you know what type of position she's put Austin into, but he wishes Congress her- of the cow. Yeah. But he uh, wishes her the best. <laughs> And we see The Rock entering the arena. Our next match is going to be Chris Benoit versus The Radicals in a gauntlet match. Uh, Saturn starts it off. Um, I, my joke is I had put in the producer like the fact that The Radicals are all wearing the same gear color. So uh, always that helps. was nice. Uh, Saturn with an overhead suplex, twisting knee drop. Saturn misses a top rope elbow drop. Terry gets on the apron to distract Benoit, but Saturn charges at Benoit. He moves out of the way. Saturn hits Terry off the apron. Benoit puts Saturn in the crossface for the win. This was a really good match, actually, him and Saturn. It was. Like, it went long, and he kicked, Saturn kicked out of a lot of shit. I was like, wow, they're kind of not completely burying Saturn. Nope. Our next person in, Reed Malenko. Benoit hits a German suplex, uh, but he slips. As Taz says, he slipped because he's a little fatigued from his last yeah, match. That was a botch. You don't want to see that with those guys. Yeah. Uh, Benoit with an overhead suplex. Saturn fucking brought it, dude. I don't think he was ready for that. Saturn was like, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, Malenko goes for over the head or sunset flip, but Benoit just falls on him and gets the pinfall, so a quick pin there for uh, Benoit. Next up is Eddie. Bury the fuck out of Dean, though. Eddie takes his time to allow Saturn and Malenko to beat up uh, Benoit. Malenko has Benoit on his knees, and Saturn drops a knee on him. Eddie then decides to come in the ring. Eddie hits a brain buster and a frog splash for the win. At least they finally did hillish stuff at the end there. Up until then, it's like they've been the baby faces this entire time. 
They were trying to calm their friend down, keep the group together, didn't do any dirty business. And he's the whole time, fuck you and fuck all your mothers and fuck this, that, and other. And uh, I pissed on your grandfather's grave. Come beat me, you little Mexican bitch. Uh, Checks out. Jesus Christ. Dina's uh, a small, Dina's yeah. a small dick. Terry, you're ugly. Yeah. Sat on his four eyes. Fuck you all. <laughs> Uh, fuck but, a Papa Doc, fuck a clock, <laughs> fuck a Trish. Thank you for that. Uh, we see Vince with Trish hugging, and then Vince says Trish brought her a present as it's a comatose Linda. As uh, yeah, She's not comatose. She's <laughs> invalid. Bless you. I'm, I'm going to say comatose. That's a different um, thing. No, you don't know. You don't know. He you knows, don't know who hey, I am. I watched DR. Oh, okay. I did Dr. Joe over there. Shock to Anthony Edwards. Uh, shock and all. Uh, we're going to promo now with and Vince. Wiley. With Trish and Linda. Again, Vince talks about how three months ago he wanted a divorce and how it, blah, 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 and how he would have lost all his money oh my if they God. did. He, he mentioned he, the bisque. He verbally used 18 million words to slowly describe every asset of this storyline for the last three months. Yep. I wanted to... I actually fucking um, had two birthdays while this fucking explanation was going on. Muzzle tough. I mean, Jesus Christ. This motherfucker loves the sound of his own voice more than anybody I've ever met. And I used to do a podcast with good old JR. There it is. Damn. <laughs> uh, Trish brings out a comatose Linda. <laughs> Again, uh, it's comatose, dude. Uh, get it right. Uh, watch ER. Or pay the price. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, Vince thought about it and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Vince says that he has provided her with the best nursing service. Vince has the nurses put Linda in front of the TV on Mondays and Thursdays so she can watch Vince this run is the cruel WWF. Punishment. <laughs> right? Jesus. Um, Somebody do the prisoners. Then Vince brings up like the thought of Linda having to watch Trish take off her clothes on Monday. <laughs> I think they play they play Thunder at Gitmo. So then they on said. Loop. Then Vince is like, you know what? Let's just do something. Fu- <laughs> let's do something else. And then uh, Vince makes out with Trish. In front of Linda, which for her had to be worse than the fucking shit on. Yeah, Monday. I can't imagine she. Didn't, I can't believe she didn't vo- like just vo- like vomit, just on live TV. I can't. I can't believe that. It's incredible. Justin. The acting chops on Trish, just incredible. This motherfucker. I'll give. I'll give it props to that comatose Linda. She didn't move. I still maintain. I love the dedication from those uh, those Vincels, who. Uh, Vincel. <laughs> Who believe that the 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 things that people are saying about him this year can't be true, after they watched all of this, like, oh, they didn't watch that motherfucker. Look, look who had look what has Vince done to the women in, you know, we talked about on the Monday. There could be a DVD made just of Vince and women of the WWE. Oh, girls gone wild. Trish, Tori, Candice, Stacy, Stacy, Sable, Sable, Sable. Stephanie, Stephanie, um. <laughs> Yeah, we can go Jackie. on and on, huh? Jackie. Jackie. Yeah. Uh, our next match, guys, it's May Young, Sexy Angle versus Test. God damn it! <laughs> this is a test. This is sexy. Can Corey handle all the sexiness. <laughs> nope, can he, can he I can't. The sexiness. Calm down your erection. Um, Pin me with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> Pin me with a broken frickin' cock. <laughs> uh, Tess throws Angle in the barricade. They fight into the fans. I have a cold cock ring. Does that count? Tess throws Angle into the post and then charges at it, but Angle moves the other way, so Tess runs into the post. Angle with three straight back suplexes for a two count. 
Tess with a power slam for a two count. The fighting on the outside. Angle grabs the European Championship and hits Tess with it. Ref somehow did not see it. Uh, Angle hits a top rope moonsault for a two. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Tess goes for a pump handle slam, but Angle falls behind him and uh, behind him and uh, oh, shoves him into the re- uh, ref. Angle low blows Tess, hits the Olympic slam for the win. Grandmaster Sexy runs down and attacks Angle, but Angle turns it around and puts Grandmaster in the ankle lock until Tess knocks him off with a big boot. It's a fun fucking match. It really was. Yeah. It was God all that sexiness. Just let Tess, you know, work. God forbid. Let, let Tess be... And sp- that big boot is violent. I love that big Holy boot, Holy shit, dude. Damn. It's like the clothes off from hell with a foot. Yeah. He just... <laughs> Kicks the shit I'll take, out of I, people. I'd rather take the clothesline from hell than a big boot to the face. Yeah. Well, well Tess's Tess big boot. boot. Yeah. Like, Nash and Hogan's is fine. Tess will just kick your fucking head in. <laughs> Good uh, lord. We see Al, Al Snow on the phone with Mick Foley saying tonight he's going to get the commissionership. Al's bandaged up from his attack from... <laughs> or sorry, his match it's from like Big Show. It's like a full fucking, like, mummy cast yeah. on, dude. It's so funny. Uh, then we pan back, and we see that the little people that Al has are on little yeah, phones. Yeah, girl, what you got on? <laughs> then we get one of the... One of, if not the most iconic video packages of all time for yep. wrestling. My Way by Limp Biscuit, and it's Austin Rock for WrestleMania. It's uh, what I remember from the build. This video package. And I will straight up leave your shit. One of the most iconic. Uh, Let's go to our next match. And it's uh, for the commissionership for the WF. uh, William Regal versus Al Snow with his little people. uh, Frankie and Vito. Uh, uh, Vito the finger and Frankie Knuckles. (laughs) Uh, What is that a shot at? (laughs) That's awesome. <laughs> what were their names again? Vito the Finger and, and Frankie, Frankie Knuckles. Knuckles. Don't ask me which one's which. I have no idea. Uh, Ang- Taz matter. loved the names. Taz lost They were fucking shit. hilarious. Uh, Regal says if uh, he will listen to everybody, and once the Regal oh, regime starts... Frankie the Finger. Uh, Regal attacks the injuries of Snow. Regal back body drops and knees to the chest. Regal goes for the superplex, but one of uh, the little guys holds uh, Snow's foot. Snow with a crossbody for two. Snow hits a DDT. Frankie Revito get on the apron, and Regal knocks him off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he goes flying. So, at this point, Taz lost it. Yes. He started laughing for man. so bad. He was you like, oh, I love it. <laughs> you send for man. <laughs> Uh, re, uh, Snow goes, uh, goes and checks on the, whoever got pushed off. Regal hits the pull through neck breaker for the win. Regal then suplexes the other little guy, and this is when Tash is full on again. He suplexed the midget. Pops. Oh my god. I loved everything about it. This was a great segment. This was fantastic. Uh, we go backstage with Triple H and St- All right, I gotta say, I love this. Triple H and Stephanie arriving to the arena as they walk into no. Trish with pushing Linda. I love Stephanie Triple hugs H her. That's why I love it. And it's great to see you. Triple H gets in the face of Linda. Hey, Mom! Hi, Mom! Mom! And then they talk for a minute as they leave. Triple H, hi. Bye, Mom! Nice talking nice to you, Mom! Nice talking to you, Mom! You know what that was? <laughs> what? That was him trying to break Linda. Yep. Yes, it was. Yep. Triple H was probably like, she doesn't break. He's like, she doesn't now. 
Okay. But I <laughs> and she was, fucking didn't. He was hilarious. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> nice talking to you, mom. God damn it. Loved it. I just love that. Triple H just being that ass. Like, I'm going to pop you. Uh, we got to punch you square the face. <laughs> it's yeah. rough because he's he wants to be best known for the Triple H, the King of Kings. Yeah. But the main thing about him is kind of like Regal. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's so good at comedy. And But he, he it takes almost, away from his aura. Yeah, yeah. it takes funny. away from his aura, but he's fucking really good at yes, it. Yes, he is. Uh, we go to backstage of how Vince is ecstatic on what just happened as and, Regal is now commissioner. Congratulations. And black bad eye. Bad black eye. I don't know what the fuck Snow hit him with, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've literally seen boxing matches stop because of swelling like that. That is horrific it was a swelling. Terrible. Yeah. I was like, I was yeah. trying to think back to the match. Like, what the fuck? I don't remember anything being that stiff. I don't. Uh, I yeah. mean, Snow works stiff, but. Unless Frankie Fingers got him. <laughs> Because holy shit, dude. A couple of them midget knuckles to the eye real quick. Pushed him off the apron and got him on That's the my back. my name in high school, midget knuckles. <laughs> uh, let's go to promo by Triple H. And... I had a girlfriend in that name. Let's go to Triple oh, H and Stephanie. Moose knuckles, that's right. Moose knuckles. <laughs> They're just uh, camel toe. <laughs> um, Triple H and Stephanie promo. Triple H says he's been in the WF for seven years. He's kicked, brawled, screwed over people to get to where he is at tonight. Today, Triple H is superior than everyone and there's no one that can stop him. Triple H is the mountain. Triple H says that he's beat The Rock, he's beat Austin, and uh, but they get the main event at WrestleMania. Triple mm-hmm. H wants to know why he hasn't been... Uh, why? He's beaten everyone and still not in the main event of WrestleMania. He's not wrong. Out comes Undertaker. Undertaker says there's two things here, buddy. First, you're in my yard. Uh, Undertaker says that Triple H doesn't want to be here because bad things happen when... Uh, you're in here, and he's been here for a decade of destruction. The way he cut this promo was it was good, but he almost went too far and just buried him. Burying Triple yeah. H. Like, like, just bitch, you're nothing to me. Undertaker then says he's been burying people for so long. That is why Triple H's mountain is so he's tall. at the top. Uh, Undertaker says maybe one day Triple H will run the yard, but today it's not his day. Undertaker says it's hard. Uh, says that it's hard that Triple H has to beat all the people, but he hasn't beaten the Undertaker. Uh, if Triple H tries, Undertaker will make his ass famous. And uh, Triple H tries something, and Triple H will break him. Triple H, hey, okay, okay, man, I understand. I feel you. I'm leaving. Tries to uh, back away, but then takes a cheap shot. But Triple H stop. Uh, uh, Undertaker stops him and tosses him out of the ring. Oh. What? what a now we got our WrestleMania match. They pivoted. Right? Yeah, they, they <laughs> pivoted it. They finally figured out the That's card. It's the right pivot. It is. It's the right pivot. Uh, unfortunately, that also necessitated something else um, being pivoted that sucked. I didn't. I like this. So promo. I knew. Uh, I, I, like I said, Taker came a little so, too close to really burying him. I will have more on that later. That's all I'll say. Okay. I'll come back to it later. Uh, we go backstage with uh, Rikishi and Haku. They have orders to take out The Rock. Uh, Rikishi says that, uh, he ran over Austin. And uh, tonight I'm going to run my big fat ass into his wife's face. Like she's yep. going to give me a rib job. And she's going to smell what I'm cooking. We go to Kevin Kelly Gross. with The Rock. Rock says his road to Russ May is now foggy because of Deborah. 
He says he speaking respects of, her. Speaking of burying people. But doesn't need her. Someone who was not a fan of this storyline. Rock says he's never have and never needed a manager, but weeks away from his biggest match, he has one. Rock says Vince has made her, uh, says Vince made her. Rock would accept it, but wonders how Deborah accepts the fact that The Rock would be whipping Austin's candy ass at WrestleMania. Oh, not great, bub. Probably not great. Our next match and our main event is a handicap match. Haku and Rikishi versus the Rock. What a main event. With Deborah. Uh, they dominate. Rikishi and uh, Haku dominate most of the match. Uh, Rikishi grabs a chair and goes into the ring, but Earl stops him. Rock grabs the chair and blasts Haku with it, but has no effect. And I like this spot because The Rock blasts Haku. Then he turns around to throw the chair down like, I got him. But then turns around and the ha- Haku's just like, Nice try, buddy. Nice try. We can't hit a Polynesian in the head. We I'm an that. Islander. Yeah. I'm not only a savage. Come here, Oos. But my head doesn't hurt. Like Oos? <laughs> like, let's go. I just... And also, The Rock should know better. He's from there. But he's, yeah, he, he's more on his dad's African-American side, you know, so, hence the nation. He's not in the bloodline. He was in the nation, buddy. Uh, Haku drop to holds Rock, and Rikishi hits a leg drop in the back of the head. Rikishi with a smoke drop. Haku with... Uh, multiple headbutts. Uh, Rikishi, oh, you don't say. Yeah, there it is. Rikishi goes for the corner splash. Rock clotheslines him, uh, running clothesline. And it's like the thing of, again, R- Rikishi, how can you do like the corkscrew clothesline? You know what I mean? Like, what does he grab on? You know what I mean? Like, you got to jump and twist, but like, you have to grab like something of the rock, right? Just uh, no, nah, he's, no, he's just really, tumbling. He's just tumbling. Uh, Rikishi hits uh, Rockets uh, Haku with a flying forearm and DDTs Rikishi. He's saying Fat Man can't flip. Corey's voice saying. Rikishi with a spine buster. I, I mean, Rock with a spine buster on Rikishi. Rockets the rock bottom on Haku for the win. Rikishi hits the rock with a sidekick and bonsai drop. Rikishi then threatens to stink face Deborah as Haku holds her back. Austin fucking music hits and he's down the ring in minus two seconds. He's whooping stunners, that ass. Stunners Rikishi and fights off Haku. This is bullshit. The Rock should have fucking won this match. This is nonsense. Thank you. I My agreed. point was going to be, and it would have fit the storyline so much more if they pinned him. Yeah. Because it's like, really, he wins? I, oh, it's, it's like that thing we've, ta- we, we've talked about. It's two on one. It's two on 20. But somehow the two like, win. If he's going to win, then it needed to have been a one-on-one match with like Haku outside. Yes. And then you can work around it. But you can't have them both be in the match. That's fucking nonsense. I don't care who it is. Agreed. And especially these two fucking giant motherfuckers. Ming's got the respect in the business, and you've been pushing the shit out of Rikishi. So it's not like it wouldn't be believable these two badasses could beat one guy. And then also they can come out and make the save. Yeah. This is stupid. It was and dumb. then, but uh, then Deborah going to see if The Rock's okay instead of getting out of there with her husband. Uh, and him looking at the screen and then looking back and being pissed. I did like that. But again, it's not needed. She pays for it later. Yep. What? <laughs> Understandably with her. Like I said, it's it's the one time. <laughs> I'm just saying I get it. I get it. Just saying I can understand. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I videotaped it. What? Okay, so what was the I, better show? Uh, I uh, guess SmackDown? They both fucking blew. Yeah, this week, honest. blue of television. Yeah, all four shows underwhelming, but Thunder, I was on record saying it's about the worst episode I've ever watched, so SmackDown wins. SmackDown just being on air won. Yeah, but it wasn't great. It it wasn't great at all. No. Wow. I mean, they had the energy that it was the second straight night in the same city. Yeah. 
Ugh. Let's go to the ratings. Last week, WCW got a 1.8, while WWF got a 4.5. This week, WCW got a 1.85. Yeah, hold on. So for five fucking weeks in a row, they were plummeting ratings. <laughs> they give this show, they go up? Yep. What in the... <laughs> I hate fans. Well, I guarantee you next week we'll go down then because after <laughs> this week, one. Point six. <laughs> yeah. Well, WWF got it's, a... Uh, zero? Did, <laughs> did we air a show? Yeah, live. Um, did the channel turn on? <laughs> well, WWF got a 3.9. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Maybe that Trish segment. Must have been a hell of a night on Friends is all I'll say. Friends and Frasier must have been really packed that night. Well, like we saw Niles' dick, I think. Maybe. He was just dicking down Lilith. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Frasier. <laughs> or not. Or not. <laughs> it was just me. Just you. Uh, let's go to our favorite part of the show. It's your Frasier fanfic. Yeah, it is. It's hardcore no. anal between Niles and Lilith. <laughs> no, no. We're talking about the award show. <laughs> Let's start off with best match. Uh, no, mine is uh, Kurt Angle and Test. Same. Sexy Angle and Test. What a great match. That was fun. Uh, yak match of the night. Palumbo and Luger. <laughs> my God. Palumbo and Luger, because my highlights went roll up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you, that's, know that's, what? That's bad. you know what? You can keep that dollar. I don't need that uh, dollar. Uh, who was your MVP? Oh, boy. Um... Forced to pick somebody, Scott Steiner. This this week was terrible. I had nobody. I'll go with Kurt Angle. Well, uh, sir, sir, sir. It's sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the backstage promo. The match was my match of the night. But yeah, Scott Steiner's the runner up because Slim Pickens, Slim Pickens. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go sexy angle as well. Um, who's your motive? Lex Luger. Yeah. No. Sorry, Lex. That's Lex. It. Hey, that's me for both shows. Lex Luger. It is rough, dude. Like that. Um, WTF. Can I go first? Yes. Because I was gonna you're, you're just bringing up earlier. I'm yeah. bringing something back up. I have a question for you two. Uh, nine inches. I'm a bad man with bad thoughts and bad plans. So, now very much appears that we're getting Taker versus Triple H at WrestleMania. We absolutely are. Does that feel <laughs> like a letdown for both of them? I do. It's for triple- technically a big match, but that feels like a demotion for both of them I do to for, me. I do for Triple H because of the fact that we've done a three-month promo storyline with Austin, and then... It's a demotion, but yeah. slight for Triple H because of that. It's a promotion for Taker because it was going to be Brothers of Destruction against Rikishi and Haku. Triple H is a bigger profile. Unfortunately, that also leaves Kurt Angle twisting in the wind now. So they uh, they rushed another storyline to end real quickly to set that up, which makes me sad. Because um, I would have loved to see the match they were going to do. Yeah. But no. H and Angle? Uh, no, Benoit and Guerrero. That was going to be the Mania match, but now it's, spoilers, Benoit and Angle. 
because they have to have Angle. Angle had nothing to do for Mania once they pivoted to Taker. It's like, uh, well, what the fuck's King or what does Angle do now? So they had to finish that. That's why they did that. I'm not saying it's completely done. You may do some stuff on Raw next week with the Radicals and Benoit, but it pivots fairly quickly. Yeah, because um, then but uh, I will I will jump off your your WTF to to add on to it for I'll be like the same thing of the fact that WTF of the fact that we're th- like th- a month away from WrestleMania and now we might be now we're getting the Triple H match. You know, we talked about it the past two months. I mean, it's four week build. That's a, that's a well, good they build. couldn't give it away before No Way Out. Because he had to get through Austin. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like that fact of, I don't know, we've talked about it. Austin and Triple H's storyline felt like it should have ended at Mania. If they could found, if they if they did it right, it would have. But since they've already got Austin the Rumble match. But it's just, you know, just like if, if they had other plans for Rock in the title match type thing. If like that was there, set in stone. Rock and, you know, someone here. Austin and Triple H should have went to... Mania. I struggle to figure out what they could have done with Rock and Mania. Can I ask a question? He co- he comes in in the future. Could have someone from WCW that's not on TV anymore show up? A Hogan? Like a year, you know? No, uh, no, Hogan. No, it would have, it would have had to have been somebody who's on Nitro that week, and then that's a four-day build, and you can't do that for a main event of WrestleMania. But yeah, sort of on that no. point. Well, I'm, I'm like saying, like if since if you're but saying, nobody who would have mattered, they would have paid money to come in. Okay, because I was gonna say they since, you, never been since we're now talking about a four month build here for a week, four, so four week build but, for, for uh, Triple H and Rock. But, but could they, they done that with someone if they brought in a uh, a Scott Hall? Or, you know what I mean? But my point is, yeah. you can't do a four week build for your main event. That has to be longer. A four week okay. build for undercard match is absolutely fine. Okay. Well, it would have been undercard because Austin and Triple H would have been the main event. Um, if Rock was champion? No, you, if, if Triple H and Austin's the match, then Rock's not champion going into Mania. You can even just keep the belt on Angle and have Angle's match be a title match. Like it, but um, the, but the, Austin won the Rumble. Exactly. The, 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 yeah. the smart money, uh, I mean, well, first of all, Rock Austin was the smart money. They made the right choice. Yeah. But the other smart money this year is you just have Triple H beat Angle for the title at the Rumble in the match they had. And then it's Triple H and Austin and Mania for the title. Like, Fair. it's right there. You could have easily done that. And it would have done the same business that year. It's the only year you could have done that. Would they, they got, gone, would they have gone Rock Taker? They could have. It's not the same. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like. It's just like a terrible match. They have terrible chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I hope not, but they could. Is, uh, Corey, I'll just ask it now, but we can bring it up on another show. Um, it, was there any talk? Just killed the, the match. With who? Of uh, bringing anybody in? No, because it, well, no, not not well, for the main event, not for the main event. It's just like, hey, we're gonna bring someone in. Well, I mean, yes, as of, there is. As of now, but uh, we can talk about that at mania, or no, we can talk about it now because it's about now's the time it falls off the rails. Another reason they take so long to announce Taker and Triple H is because Sean's supposed to come in now. It was going to happen this year, oh, two thousand one. Okay. Yeah, he had talked to Triple H. Uh, he had even. He'd, it's either this week or the next week he comes to Raw, but he's so drugged out and he says some shit and pisses people off and leaves in a huff. And 
And that's why him and Triple H actually don't talk for quite a long time. Cause he shunned tri- it. Because Triple H put his neck out for him, and, yeah. and it didn't happen. Okay. Sean, so, Sean was Sean. Yeah, Sean was supposed to come in now. Uh, it just do takes think, an extra year. Do you think would have been possible in 2001 if Sean came in somewhat clean? Angle? Sean? I mean, it would have been Sean Triple H, probably. It would have been Sean, Sean Triple, Triple H. H, probably. Oh, okay, okay. Because it was always going to be Rock Austin. Uh, so Triple H wanted either to be in the main event. He politicked to make it a three-way. Yeah, we know. That was never going to happen. So then Sean, uh, there was talk maybe Angle. But it was pretty clear this was the... After Sean Sean and they went a different way with Angle, this was the best bet, this taker. Because yeah. it's a big money match that hasn't been done uh, on pay-per-view. They've wrestled on Raw, but it's never been done on pay-per-view one-on-one. So at least it's a money match that's new. Uh, Corey, Mm. WTF for you. I won't forget it this time. Uh, Boy, WWE fucking sucked a hard one this week. Jesus (laughs) Christ. After... After two months yeah. of us being like, hey, man, they're, they're, they're making rebounds. But this week did some damage. Holy hopefully fuck. It's just, hopefully it's just a week. Just like hopefully. an off week. I'm trying to figure out did, did. I blame Greenville, to be honest, because Greenville, Green, Green, Greenville sucks as a town. We can yeah. be honest about it. Like, did our guys hearing stuff in the back um, uh, about the fact so, that. Okay, I'll say in, in real time, they, they what they said on TV is true. They plan on making an announcement next week about the new owners and all that. Mm. But it's beginning uh, to crumble. Um, they saw the ledger and <laughs> the amount of money they would have to take like, on. Hell, like we want to make money with this ledger, yeah, not uh, piss it away. And that puts it in danger. Like, And it's, I think... I think it's the Monday after greed where everything really drops out. So we'll, well wait till because that. the next week would be the go home. So well, that's yeah. what yeah. happens. So, but uh, I think they buy it that Friday because this upcoming week on the Monday night we it's the go go home. So the next next week on the midweek we will be marking. Like right now, so. there's no indication Vince is buying it, but there's but there's strong rumor that the Fusion deal is not looking great because of the paper of the of the backlog. You gotta feel like uh, for the people in the locker room, uh, I'm sure there is. I would say it's probably fifty fifty about with people who want Bischoff there or don't, right? Yeah. But at least that is a familiar face, and there's some stability in that. Even if you may not, even if it's there's stability in the chaos that comes with Eric Bischoff. Like, oh, Bischoff knows how to run the company. But if that goes away, you're like, what the fuck now? And to yeah. be honest, there's also. 50-50 in the back about they're even wanting to be a WWE anymore. Flair, Flair isn't lying when he said he wanted that damn thing to die. Like, he was miserable there the last three years. God. It, was, it had burned him. DVD, when he talks about that last night, he was like, I was so happy to see that thing yep. die. Yeah. I was like, that is, that is Ric Flair. He's like, fuck this place. Right? And he's not the only one. Uh, the longtime vets were just like, yes, let it die. Now, at this point, it had been like, too much. You've killed it. Man. Yeah. Like, Sting... I mean, he was, he'd have shown up forever and done the job and all, but I'm sure he wasn't dropping tears about the fact that it's done. Well, already. he had to get to an open house the next yeah, day. Yeah, that's anyway, true, so too. He, he, was busy. he had to sell a uh, Aztec and Debo house. Uh, you, stucco. You just said a, a word there, buddy. What? Sell. So, as you can go to nosellentertainment.com, 
That's I'm right. Sorry, no. I did that. There you go. That's right. No okay. so entertainment.com where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that Sting does for I've, you. I feel so used. Get ready. Uh, sexy take angle. your blouse yeah, off. Take your blouse off. <laughs> Burke, say sexy angle multiple times. Rough, sexy angle, rough, <laughs> rough. There it is. Rough sex with angle. Heard it here first. God damn it. You heard it here first. God damn it. I've been. <laughs> Been victimized again. You can uh, you can find the sexy rough uh, kayfabe guy on Twitter. You can find No So Entertainment at No So ENT on that Twitter, the Facebook, and the Instagram. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, motherfuckers. Damn. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.